husband. Yes, wife. Let's read the Bible. But we're atheists. Why would we want to do such a thing? Because we live in small town USA and everyone around us quotes this thing extensively and we have no idea how to respond? That's true. Neither of us grew up with religion, yet Christianity is playing a huge part in our country's politics. We're not scholars or academics, so sacrilegious discourse is our first take reaction. And this feed houses our reading of the book of Genesis, and each subsequent book will get its own separate feed too. Why are we separating each book? Not all podcast platforms allow access to older episodes. This will ensure our listeners don't lose access to any of our previously released material. You can find our most recent episodes on our main channel, Sacrilegious Discourse. That's right. Make sure to subscribe so you don't miss a single episode. Hey you, welcome to Sacrilegious Discourse. I'm husband. I'm wife. And together we're reading the Bible. Starting with Genesis and eventually ending with Revelations, we're working through every book and offering our atheist two cents. Or shekels. Yeah, those. We're asking questions and pointing out all the nonsense. We aren't academics or scholars. Nope. In fact, when it comes to religion, we really don't know anything at all. What we've learned so far is that God's a dick. Oh, he really is, isn't he? If you're interested in how we reached this startling conclusion, maybe start from episode one. Otherwise, jump in anywhere. It's all good. Yep. Hey, husband. Hey, wife. Do you remember what happened last time? I'm going to shock you, maybe. Uh-oh. Yeah. Um, so I think that, uh, Jacob wrestled some random dude in the, the desert. Yeah. And he met up with his brother Esau with, he had an army of like 400 people coming at him and he offered him all kinds of gifts and stuff. And then he lined up all of his wives in order of importance and, and stuff like that. Is that about right? That is. Did you read? I didn't. I didn't. I just remembered actually. Oh my God. (laughs) I'm really kind of baffled i don't know what happened there it's uh <laughs> yeah so so yeah that all happened that all happened did that, i miss anything um the hip bone oh yeah it's connected to the stupid bone yes that okay. one yeah yep. yeah got it that is all that happened that is correct awesome it's <laughs> <laughs> the first time for everything you know i i just kind of don't know where to go with that i was not expecting that <laughs> That's why I did it. (laughs) You weirdo. All right. So what are we talking about today? We are going to talk about Genesis chapters 34 and 35. Awesome. Let's do this. Okie dokie. Hey, wife. Yes, husband. Did you know that we are now on Patreon? Um, yes, because you told me, but also, no, tell me more. (laughs) So we're on Patreon now. Are we? We are. And our supporters can go there and support us. And we have multiple levels all the way up to You Killed God. That sounds really drastic and escalated quickly-ish. Well, no, there's multiple levels before there. So it it escalates on a sliding scale of, you know, cheap to to not cheap. But, you know, we can definitely use any amount. So, like, any support is always appreciated. So what... Exactly is Patreon. It's a place where you can show your support for our podcast. And just our podcast? Any podcast or any <laughs> performer. 
But, you know, we're the ones that, you know, you're listening to right now. So maybe you should, uh, you know, support us. That'd be awesome. That would be awesome. But we love you anyway. So all you got to do is go to Patreon. Look up Sacrilegious Discourse. It's actually patreon.com forward slash sacrilegious discourse is our actual main page there. So head on over and send us some love. Yeah. Genesis chapter 34, the defilement of Dinah avenged. Defilement of Dinah, huh? Yeah. Dinah, Dinah won't you blow my horn? I was going to say that, dang it. <laughs> I beat you to it. Okay, ready? Yeah. One day Dinah, the daughter of Jacob and Leah, she's the dog one. Oh, yeah. The, the okay. one without the sparkle. Yeah, she kept hoping that he would like her after this kid and then the next 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 kid. Yeah. And so on and so forth. Yeah. (laughs) One day Dinah, the daughter of Jacob and Leah, went to visit some of the young women who lived in the area. But when the local prince, Sheshem, son of Hamor and Hivite, saw Dinah, he seized her and raped her. But he didn't blow a horn. Jesus Christ. But he seized her and raped her. I mean, we knew there was more rape coming. (gasps) Had to be. But then he fell in love with her. (laughs) Of course. I mean, I always fall in love with people I rape. Oh, my don't God. You, don't worry. I don't rape people. I was going to say, that's, <laughs> that's gross. Don't, don't joke. Yeah, that wasn't even funny. Yeah, Sorry. Let's, let's do a rewind on that. Yeah, I just, <laughs> you know, I, what are you supposed to say when they just rape people left and right and then they fall in love with them? It's just <gasps> crazy. It's so gross. But then he fell in love with her and he tried to win her affection with tender words. He said to his father, Hamor, get me this young girl. I want to marry her. Oh, my God. <laughs> I think they're confusing lust with love. Uh, always. Uh, once again. Always. It's always confused in this book. Yeah. Soon Jacob heard that Sheshem had defiled his daughter Dinah. But since his sons were out in the fields herding his livestock, he said nothing until they returned. Uh-oh, I see a mob thing a happening. Posse. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hamor, Sheshem's father, came to discuss the matter with Jacob. Meanwhile, Jacob's sons had come in from the field as soon as they heard what had happened. They were shocked and furious that their sister had been raped, as well they should be. Yeah, they should be. Sheshem had done a disgraceful thing against Jacob's family, something that should never be done, obviously. Right. Hamor tried to speak with Jacob and his sons. My son Sheshem is truly in love with your daughter, he said. Please let him marry her. In fact, let's arrange other marriages, too. You give us your daughters for our sons, and we will give you our daughters for your sons. And you may live among us. The land is open to you. Settle here and trade with us. And feel free to buy property in the area. <laughs> this, what? I don't. I have no comments. No, I know. I don't really either. I mean, like, where do you where do you go from bartering there? Bartering away a rape. Yeah, like oh, sorry. Yeah, that was bad. But can we do a do over? Because you know, after he raped her, he he found out he loved her. Just seconds after. Just seconds. I mean, the Im- you know, immediately. That's some good poo nanny. Oh, my God. I can't believe you said that. Let those words never escape your lips ever again. (laughs) Will do. Then Sheshem himself spoke to Dinah's fathers and brothers. Please be kind to me and let me marry her, he begged. I will give you whatever you ask. No matter what dowry or gift you demand, I will gladly pay it. Just give me the girl as my wife. But since Sheshem had defiled their sister Dinah, Jacob's sons responded deceitfully to Sheshem and his father Hamor. They said to him, we couldn't possibly allow this because you're not circumcised. It would be a disgrace for our sister to marry a man like you. 
Yeah, yeah, mm. that's the problem. He's not circumcised. Not the fact that he's a disgusting fucking rapist. Right, yeah. I mean, wouldn't you be beating the crap out of him? Totes. Yeah. Yeah. But here is a solution. If every man among you will be circumcised like we are, then we will give you our daughters and we'll take your daughters for ourselves. So oh. chop your wieners and... I see where this is going. Do you? Yeah. We will live among you and become one people. But if you don't agree to be circumcised, we will take her and be on our way. That's that's the whole punishment? Yeah. They're either going to be on their way or they have to get the ends of their dicks chopped off. Yeah. Okay. And this is where people, um, like down south, when their daughters get raped, they try to marry them off to the rapist. Uh, this is where that comes from. Got it. I I hate this Well, book. and, you know, double bonus. They're converting them at the same time to, mm. you know, God's word and all this stuff. I or hate whatever. this book so hard. Right. It's sick. Hamor and his son Sheshem agreed, of course, to the proposal because, of course, they did. <laughs> what option? Did, well, they could have let him go, I guess. Right. But, but he loved her. Yeah. So, you know. Yeah. Sheshem wasted no time in acting on this request for he wanted Jacob's daughter desperately. Like you said, it must have been real good. He just grabbed the closest knife and whacked that right off, huh? Sheshem was a highly respected member of his family and he went with his father, Hamor, to present this proposal to the leaders at the town gate. These men are our friends, they said. Let's invite them to live here among us and trade freely. Look, the land is large enough to hold them. We can take their daughters as wives and let them marry ours. But they will consider staying here and becoming one people with us only if all our men are circumcised just as they are. But if we do this, all their livestock and possessions will eventually be ours. Come, let's agree to their terms and let them settle here among us. So all the men in the town council agreed with Hamor and Shesham. Because, you know, why not? And every male in the town was circumcised. That's, it's you know, easy. That, just Let's that, just chop this shit off so we can marry some girls. Oh, my God. I, I'm so, I'm so filled with rage and ire and I, I hate this book. Who just agrees to go get your wiener sure. chopped? Sure. Let's get circumcised. Sure. That sounds great. I mean, I, I don't know how, well, I mean, you don't have a wiener, so, but like. If somebody came to me as an adult and said, hey, you really should get that done. I'd be like, are you knocking me out for this shit? Because that's about the only way I'm going through with this. So Yeah. Like, and and at that, I've lived my whole life without having this done. So why? Right. Like, there's no question. They're just like, yeah, let's chop that shit off. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Sure. Why not? Weird. Yeah. But three days later, when their wounds were still sore, two <laughs> of Jacob's sons, Levi and Simon, who were Dinah's full brothers, took their swords, and entered the town without opposition. Oh, shit. Oh, okay, I like this. I mean, this this is better. This is a little better. (laughs) This is good shit. Then they slaughtered every male there, including including Hamor and his son Sheshem. Damn, made them chop their wieners and then killed them. And then killed them. Wow. That's some good shit right there. Okay, I don't condone murder. Right, right, definitely not. But the schadenfreude is real. I mean, these were different times, you know. Yeah. Like, there wasn't really, like, a court... To yeah. handle shit. Yeah. So. Do you know what schadenfreude is? Uh, no. I've heard it before, but I don't know what It is what enjoying is. the downfall of others. Okay, okay. All and right. yes, it is real currently. Right. I, I am loving this. Yeah. I mean, as far as Bible justice goes, yeah. this is some good shit. Yeah. yeah. They killed them with their swords, then took Dinah from Sheshem's house and returned to their camp. Meanwhile, the rest of Jacob's sons arrived. Finding the men slaughtered, they plundered the town because their sister had been defiled there. I mean, why not? Right? You know, they're all dead. They're so. all dead. What you gonna do, bitches? <laughs> 
They seized all the flocks and herds and donkeys, everything they could lay their hands on, both inside the town and outside in the fields. They looted all their wealth and plundered their houses. Aww. I wonder what God thinks of this, though. They also took all their little children and wives and oh. led them away as captives. Uh, yeah, that's less that's okay. That's less okay, yeah. Afterward, Jacob said to Simon and Levi, You have ruined me. You've made me stink among all the people of this land, among all the Canaanites and Perizzites. We are so few that they will join forces and crush us. I will be ruined, and my entire household will be wiped out. But why should we let him treat our sister like a prostitute? They retorted angrily. It's a little late now, isn't it? They already killed them all. Yeah, I mean. I mean, what are you going to do? Yeah. But, I mean, they, I think that they were... The, oh, that was the end, by the way. Oh, but okay. I think that the the brothers were in the right there insofar as that's how this land is set up. Right. Yeah. I, I mean, I'm like... Why I'm totally, are you okay with besides, selling you got bronze. God's backing. Yeah. So, like... Yeah. I mean, I don't know. He might not... Be, you're not supposed to kill people, so, like, that might not oh, be Oh, he cool. hasn't said necessarily that... Well, God seems to be less hands-on at this point, so... Yeah. He's like, whatever. I mean, you know, they kind of deserved it, maybe. It's all kind of wishy-washy, willy-nilly I mean, anyway. they didn't deserve it sometimes back then, but now, that's on, this time they deserved it, maybe. Maybe. In, I don't know. Insofar as these lands were set up. Right, right. Yeah. Okay. Well, right. maybe there's going to be a war now or something, huh? I don't know. I'm eager to see where it goes, though. Right. All right. So, uh, <laughs> moving on to the next chapter, then, after this, right? Yep. All right. 35. We'll see you guys in a second. And we're back. Chapter 35. God blesses Jacob at Bethel. So this doesn't sound like war. It does not, does it? No. And it sounds like God maybe wasn't that upset, was he? I mean, <laughs> a blessing doesn't sound like upset. Yeah. Then God said to Jacob, get ready and move to Bethel and settle there. Build an altar there to the God who appeared to you when you fled from your brother Esau. That oh, Wait, is that the wrestling guy? The God. Oh, the God that appeared to him. Oh, oh, oh. That was when he was moving out to his uncle's land later. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. He's All like, right. Sorry, an I altar was... to the God. Yeah, yeah. He... The God. That God that appeared him. to you. Me, myself, and I. <laughs> <laughs> so confusing. I know, right? So Jacob told everyone in his household, get rid of all your pagan idols, purify yourselves, and put on clean clothing. Oh, remember his... Uh, Rachel. Rachel took those idols. Yeah. I wonder if that's going to come back into play. I don't play. know. If, if Jacob... If Chekhov's gun means anything, it will come <laughs> back to play. So Jacob told... Oh, I just read that. Blah, blah, blah. Build, okay. We are now going to Bethel where I will build an altar to the God who answered my prayers when I was in distress. He has been with me wherever I have gone. So they gave Jacob all their pagan idols and earrings, random, and yeah. he buried them under the great tree near Sheshem. As they set out, a terror from God spread over the people in all the towns of that area. A terror from God? So no one attacked Jacob's family. Oh, okay, okay. A terror from God spread across the people. So I guess that saved them from all those people that would have been mad that they killed mm -hmm. that whole family. Yeah. And their friends and stuff and then enslaved their... After Other having people. chopped their wieners. After chopping their wieners. So they're good. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Because yeah. God God's them. on their side. Yeah. Right. That's lucky. That's lucky. Eventually, Jacob and his household arrived, arrived at Luz, also called Bethel, in Canaan. Jacob built an altar there and named the place El Bethel, which means God of Bethel, because God had appeared to them, had appeared to him there when he was fleeing from his brother Esau. Soon after this, Rebecca's old nurse, Deborah, died. She was buried beneath the oak tree in the valley below Bethel. 
Ever since, the tree has been called Alon Bakuth, which means Oak of Weeping. Now that... Is a weeping willow? Maybe. Mm. I mean, is a weeping willow an oak? No. So then no. <laughs> <laughs> now that Jacob had returned from Padanaram or Bananarama... No, Padanaram. Padanarama? Whatever. <laughs> God appeared to him again at Bethel. God blessed him, saying, Your name is Jacob, but you will not be called Jacob any longer. Oh, I hate this renaming shit. From now on, your name will be Israel. Didn't he oh, already he already say did that? that. Yeah. Somebody else? Was it God? I thought somebody else did that for him. Yes. Oh, it was the wrestling guy. Oh, I thought... Remember I... the wrestling guy said you will be... Because you wrestled with man, God, and whatever, and you'll be now, from now on, known as Israel. I thought that God already told him that. It was the wrestling guy. The wrestling guy said that? Yeah, but that might have been God. Because um, it was, remember, it was so random and weird. Yeah, it was random and weird. But he already, somebody already told him that he was going to be called Israel. Okay. So God renamed him Israel. Again. Again. Then God said, I am El Shaddai, God Almighty. Be fruitful and multiply. <laughs> you will become a great nation, even many nations. Why did you laugh? Because he said, be fruitful and multiply. It's one of his catchphrases. <laughs> I know. That and the many nations shit. And right. It's just like, he he only has so many sentences that he says, you know? I know. Be fruitful and multiply. See, many I, nations do these things. When I hear, um, be fruitful and multiply, I always think, live long and prosper. <laughs> right. Yeah. <laughs> Definitely. Kings will be among your descendants, and I will give you the land I once gave to Abraham and Isaac. Yes, I will give it to you and your descendants after you. Then God went up from the place where he had spoken to Jacob. Jacob set up a stone pillar to mark the place where God had spoken to him. Then he poured wine over it as an offering to God and anointed the pillar with olive oil. That's ah, a waste more of olive oil. But that's a waste of good alcohol, I it think. It is, right? Maybe it's like pouring one out for, you know. That's an Irish thing, yeah. isn't it? <laughs> I mean, it's it's been used in multiple cultures, I think, but yeah. So, you know, for your fallen friend or whatever. Huh. I mean, not that God's fallen, but, you know, it's, okay. it's a thing. So he poured wine and olive oil. That's just a That's, bad mix. I mean, they're rich, right? Yeah, who cares? who cares? And Jacob named the place Bethel, which means house of God, because God had spoken to him there. I thought it was already called Bethel. Yeah, and it had another name, Luz, or whatever. Yeah. So, whatever. I don't know. He named Bethel Bethel. Everything apparently has two names. Jacob, Israel, um, you know. The other guy. Abram, Abraham. Yeah, um, yeah. Whatever. Everybody has two names, apparently. The death of Rachel. Aww. Oh. Did she keep an idol? I don't know what's happening. <laughs> Leaving Bethel, Jacob and his clan moved on toward Ephrath. But Rachel went into labor while they were still some distance away. Her labor pains were intense. After a very hard delivery, the midwife finally exclaimed, Don't be afraid, you have another son. Rachel was about to die, but with her last breath, she named the baby Benoi, which means son of my sorrow. The baby's father, however, called him Benjamin, which means son of my right hand. So Rachel died and was buried on the way to Ephrath, that is Bethlehem. Jacob set up a stone monument over Rachel's grave, and it can be seen there to this day. Then Jacob traveled on and camped beyond Migdal Adir. That's interesting that they end, that they're at Bethlehem. Yeah, because obviously that comes up later, right? So in the New Testament, right, so right. Many, many books from now. Sure, but it's already an. I mean, it's know, already a place, right? It's yeah. already a place. So, the sons of Jacob, while he was living there, Reuben had intercourse with Billa. <laughs> His father's concubine. <laughs> Gross. <laughs> and Jacob soon heard about it. 
These are the names of the twelve sons of Jacob. The sons of Leah were Reuben, Jacob's oldest son, Simon, Levi, Judah, Issachar, and Zebulon. The sons of Rachel were Joseph and Benjamin. The sons of Billah, Rachel's servant, were Dan and Nephtali. The son of Zilpah, Leah's, Leah's servant, were Gad and Asher. These are the names of the sons who were born to Jacob at Padanaram. Bananarama. You couldn't stop me. The death of Isaac. Mm, Isaac. So Jacob returned to his father Isaac. Oh, that's who. That's Isaac. That's okay. Isaac. Sorry. In Mamre, which is near Kiriatharba, now called Hebron, where Abraham and Isaac had both lived as foreigners. Isaac lived for 180 years. Then he breathed his last and died at a ripe old age, joining his ancestors in death. And his sons, Esau and Jacob, buried him. The end. I mean, you know, technically it's not a ripe old age compared to those like 500 and 700 years that people used to live and stuff. Yeah, I guess. But it's longer than what they... I, I still want to know where we are in the whole like... In the timeline. Humans should not live past 120 thing. Yeah. Like, are they getting special um, treatment because they're the... The chosen people or whatever. Right. I, I don't know. But. Because I thought after. Um, I, thought they, I thought they ought to be done with that. Yeah. You know, the, the long life thing. But Y'all stop living. They're now referring to 180 years as a long life, whereas yeah. it didn't used to be a long life. Right. But it's still longer than what he said. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, it's still longer than the 120, but not long, like long, long, comparatively speaking. Right, right. So, yeah, I'm just, it, it bothers me because I'm like, it's not, con- there's no continuity. And so it's hard to know, like, am I supposed to be impressed? I don't know. Right. Because, yeah. you know, compared to how old we live now, sure, that's fucking impressive. Yeah. But compared to other ages that people live to. In the Bible. In the Bible. You know, hypothetically. Hypothetically. Right. Right. Yeah. Okay. Well, it is what it is. So, Isaac's dead. Rachel's dead. Everybody's dead. And that whatever. Rapey fuckers dead. The rapey fuckers dead. Like their whole dead. fucking town and family's dead. I'm glad of that, honestly. I mean, you know, it's better than the alternative. Yeah. So. I would hate to be married off to my rapist. Yeah, that would be pretty shitty. That's disgusting, and I hate it when people do that to their daughters. Definitely. Fuckers. Yeah. Those fathers that do that, and They're... the mothers too, they deserve to have their genitals mutilated. <laughs> I think. <laughs> For doing that to their child. Right. No, I don't disagree. That, to me, is worse than the guy that raped her in the first place. Right. right. Any parent who would f- say that you have been raped, therefore you are defiled, that is disgusting. And well, the I only way to fix it is to marry you off to the guy who made you such a disgusting whore. Well, but women were considered lesser than men, right? Yes. So, and and even in society still today, I think... At some in some cultures, even in the United States, are considered lesser than men. Well, yeah, right. So it's often been the case that people view it as partly the or maybe even a large part the woman's fault because she was too pretty. Yeah, because men are monkeys and they can't can't, they they can't can't be be held accountable. Right, right. They can't help themselves. Obviously, just for the record, we don't agree with that. Like that's bullshit and that's crap. Uh, absolutely. But oh well, you know what? Here's here's my thing, and I've made this argument before, and I know we're going off track a little bit here. I am willing to believe that men are monkeys who cannot help themselves, but as such, that makes men complete and utter animals who are no longer allowed to be 
in positions of authority. They cannot drive. They cannot vote. They cannot leave their home. They have to do all of the housework and they have to do the menial things because they're animals. They're fucking monkeys. <laughs> so I'm just, I'm just saying I have zero problem. If that's the road you want to take, I can't help myself. I was so tempted. That's fine. That's fine. Then men can no longer vote and drive. They are fucking monkeys. They said so. They can't help themselves. Like I said, we don't agree that that's the case. Well, I agree with one or the fucking other and they need to pick a side and get there. Either they're animals, in which case I don't any longer have to listen to any man ever, or they are responsible and they're merely pieces of shit who choose to do the naughty things that they do. And I hate them. Right. That's all. That's all? You're that's getting all. a little worked up, so I just... I was. That's why I paused for a second. I was letting you, like, realize that you're going off, so... Well, it's a sore subject with me, yeah. and probably with most women, I would imagine. I'm quite certain, especially when you have to believe in... Not not us, but when people have to believe in religions where women are just nothing. Yeah. So, it's bullshit. It is bullshit. All right, well, join us next week for some more bullshit. Yeah, we'll be reading Genesis chapters 36 and 37. Joy, joy. Woohoo! Yes, wife. Um, is there a way for people to contact us? Well, sure. They can uh, get on our Twitter account. We have a Twitter account? We do. What is it? It is sacrilegious underscore D. Like D for discourse? Yeah, they wouldn't let me put the whole thing, so I had to shorten it to underscore D. I hate them. Yeah, that's disgusting. How do you spell sacrilegious? Do you know? I don't want to. Just look it up in a dictionary <laughs> or something. I don't, I don't want to do that right now. You know why? Sacrilegious you, underscore D. Okay? Because you messed it up and I made you fix it. That's why. Yeah, yeah. What about an email? Yeah, we got that too. What Sac- is it? Sacrilegiousdiscourse at gmail.com. Oh, well, that's easy. Yeah. As long as you know how to spell sacrilegious. Right. Well, definitely get a hold of us. Let us know what you th- thought of the episode. And, you know, any comments, hate mail, we love that kind of stuff. Also, you could answer some questions that we leave throughout or, like, correct my pronunciations. Yeah, please. bad, wrong, and horrible. Because we suck sometimes. Absolutely! Oh, also, you know, if you like this shit or whatnot, um, like, give us a like on your podcasting app and stuff or even leave a comment or something. That would be awesome. That would be awesome. Goodbye. Goodbye.